Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Let's Sleep On It, Reclaiming Parenthood, the podcast. And I'm your host, Taylor Kulik, a sleep and well-being specialist and occupational therapist. My mission with this podcast is to examine the parenting narratives that dominate our culture and grow together as parents. Here, we will talk about biological infant sleep, as well as many other parenting-related topics. And you'll also hear real empowering journeys from parents who are parenting against the grain. I hope that you walk away from each episode feeling inspired, empowered, and supported. Please remember that none of the information shared in this podcast is medical advice, and you should always speak with a trusted healthcare provider if you have any concerns. Let's dive into today's episode. I want to share with you guys one of my all-time favorite companies. I'm passionate about this company. I've been using them for over three years, and they make some of the cleanest and most affordable personal care products for the entire family, personal care and wellness products. So they have herbal remedies and tinctures. They have personal care products. My husband and myself use their deodorant on a daily basis. And most recently, they've launched a home care cleaning line, which we now have transitioned pretty much all of our cleaning products over to their their cleaning products. So we use their cleaning spray and their dishwasher detergent and their laundry detergent and their dishwashing soap. And we have been so impressed with not only the quality and simplicity of their products, but also the affordability and small company, family-owned company experience that we get when we shop with them. So the company is Earthly and they are just phenomenal. You can go shop at earthly.com and earthly is spelled E-A-R-T-H-L-E-Y.com slash R-E-F slash T Kulik. Alternatively, you can thank me for your checkout. Um, Thank you. Thank me for your order in the checkout section. And you can use the code Taylor10 to save 10% off your first order. Hi, everyone. Welcome. I'm so excited today. I have a a mama here with me today, Aubrey. Aubrey is a 24-year-old mom living in South Florida with her husband, Austin, their 11-month-old Archer, and their three dogs. Um, Aubrey, you have narcolepsy, right? So that is actually why one of the reasons why I invited you to join us because you know, I hear from parents all the time that have concerns about, you know, they have specific challenges or how will they survive? Their baby's waking so frequently, they don't have support, things like this. And they feel like they can't get by without sleep training. And so I thought it would be really cool to have some parents on maybe have, um, extreme challenges that the the rest of us often don't experience. And I felt like we could really learn from you. So thank you so much for being here. Would you mind with just telling us a little bit more about yourself and about what narcolepsy is for that, those that don't know and what your experience with narcolepsy has been like? Sure. Um, thank you for having me. Um, so narcolepsy is a sleep disorder. Um, basically, the part of the brain that controls wake, like being awake and being asleep um, is, is messed up. So the main symptom is excessive daytime sleepiness. So, you know, like imagine that you've been up all night and which I'm sure a lot of you have um, with your puppies and you're just trying and, and you're so exhausted throughout the day and you can't, no caffeine, nothing works, nothing helps. Um, it's just extreme exhaustion. 
um, a lot of people, you know, when you think of narcolepsy, you think of on television where people, you know, just like randomly fall asleep or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, can happen to some people, but um, in my situation, that that's not what happens. It's more just like a constant, um, you know, like fogginess, sleepiness, um, kind of thing. And so another thing is like REM sleep, you know, when you, when you've been asleep for about an hour, you know, you go into that REM sleep. Well, people with narcolepsy, they go right there. So mm -hmm. like, I can close my eyes, go to sleep, but I'm immediately like dreaming or whatever, you know? And, um, so that can really affect it a lot too. Um, so, you know, I was terrified when I got pregnant. I was like, how the heck am I going to do this? You know, being so mm -hmm. tired and I was on medications that weren't safe. So I had to get off, you know, and I'm like, I don't think I could do this. Well, um, I even had a doctor tell me like, don't ever have children because you're never going to be able to handle it. And so don't even bother. Wow. When were you, sorry for interrupting. When were you diagnosed with narcolepsy? Oh, right. Sorry. I was diagnosed when I was 15. Okay. Um, and it was actually pretty strange. I just had a doctor tell me, Hey, you have this. And I had no studies or anything. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> and then when I was, um, 18, I had, an, I, you know, went to the sleep clinic, they put all the electrodes on my head and I slept there and stuff. And they figured out that I did have it for sure. <laughs> um, but so, you know, once I had my son, um, I was told by everyone in my life, um, you absolutely cannot sleep with him. You, he will die if you do that. And I was terrified. I was like, okay, you know, I can't, I can't sleep with him. And they're like, you're going to have to sleep train him because you're so tired already all during the day. You can't be up with him all night. And um, I exclusively breastfeed him. So I was up, you know, especially in the newborn stage all the time. And I was so tired and um, it was becoming dangerous having to try to get up and, and, and try to stay awake with him in the middle of the night. It's just not, you know, there's fall risk or dropping him risk. And I was just like, I can't do this. <laughs> so I actually found your Instagram. I don't even know how, I think he just came up on my explore or something. And I saw your bed sharing highlight. And I was like, what? I was like, there's people that do this. And so that was how, basically how I was able to get you know, to figure out to do this safely so that um, I could get the rest that I needed and not risk hurting my child or myself getting up throughout the night. Like right. out of bed. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. That really sounds so challenging. I'm so curious when you are more sleep deprived, as in you actually haven't gotten a full night's rest, does that exacerbate your sleepiness during the day or does it make a difference at all? It can, but most of the time, no. So that is the one good thing about it is that even though like the, you know, my son, he has his challenges with sleep and, you know, we'll get up 10, 12 times at night or whatever. And it honestly, I don't feel that much worse than when I, on the days that he only wakes up like three or four times. Um, and that's just cause I just kind of constantly feel tired. Yeah. So, okay. That's so fascinating. How, yeah. Was your husband on board with bed sharing and not doing the whole sleep training thing? What were his thoughts about that? Actually, yes. He was the one who suggested it to begin with um, because my son would not sleep also in his bassinet. He hated it and cry, wake up every five seconds. And he was like, why don't you just put him in the bed? And I was like, no, we're not supposed to do that. And so 
he kind of encouraged me. He's like, let's just look into it more. Let's look into it more. And yeah, so he was like super about it. And he was like, nope, we don't, I don't want to sleep train. You know, he, he's very much like, um, trust your maternal instinct and, and trust, you know, he trusted me to know what was best for him and that I would keep him safe. And, mm-hmm. That's great. It's so helpful when your partner is on board and not fighting you about this kind of stuff. Cause that can be really tough when you're butting heads. For sure. Is there anything in particular that made you decide to follow your intuition about sleep training and bed sharing? Um, I think, well, so I am, I am a person of faith. I'm a believer in Jesus and mm-hmm. I believe that he gave us these maternal instincts for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I'm like, I'm pretty sure Jesus loved with Mary. So, <laughs> and so I was like, I'm going to trust what, what the Lord gave me th- these instincts and know that, that they're right. And, um, also just hearing other people's experiences through you, hearing your experience and, um, other people, especially on Instagram, you know, your Instagram, I saw people and I was just really like empowered by that and felt like, Oh, wow. Okay. Like this is something that people do and that I can do. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. I love that answer. Um, when, so when you're sleeping and I'm really, I'm not educated at all about narcolepsy. So I'm learning what? so much from you when you're sleeping at night, do you, are you able to respond to your son? Do you wake up when he moves and when he needs something? Yes. So a weird thing about narcolepsy is a lot of times you can be asleep, but still be kind of awake. So often I'll take a nap and I won't even know if I fell asleep, but I, I did, you know what I mean? I won't remember because it's like the, the, um, barrier between wakefulness and sleep, sleeping is kind of like gone. So you can kind of go in between really easily. Um, so I hear every little thing, um, but I can kind of almost stay asleep and just kind of like search for him in the dark and relatch him or whatever. Um, that was never really an issue. Um, my husband on the other hand could sleep right through everything, but I, you know, but I, I hear it all. I do hear everything. That's so good to know. Um, is there any really significant ways that you've found that your journey and your life with narcolepsy and dealing with narcolepsy has changed since you've become a mom? Um, yeah, I, I guess, what do you think? You know, it wasn't as big of a change as I anticipated it to be. Like, I thought this was going to be earth shattering. Like, how, how am I going to do this? But if anything, I learned that it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. And if anything, it, it has helped me because it gives me like a really strong motivation to, you know, helps me get moving and, and stay motivated and focused and um, kind of key, like keeps me awake, <laughs> which yeah. is fun, but he really helps me in that way. Um, and I guess it, I am really tired, like I said, and it, it can be difficult, but it's not as hor- It's not as hard as I anticipated it was going to be. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. What are some of the tools that you use to help your baby get sleep with narcolepsy? So definitely bed sharing, obviously we've mm-hmm. talked about that a lot. That's, that's like a big one for me, um, to help us both be able to rest. Um, and during the day when he, 
when we do all contact naps. So when he naps during the day, I try, we'll try to fall asleep with him because he's my only one. And I know this won't be forever, but <laughs> I'm enjoying it while I can. Yeah. I just have one. Um, but I try to take quick naps with him to just kind of recharge me and keep me going. Um, and then I go to bed like close to when he goes to bed. So I'm not up late trying to deal with it. Um, you know, make myself even more sleep deprived, but, um, so just using those tools with the contact mapping and, you know, trying to take little rests, um, here and there just to kind of recharge my brain and keep me going. Mm -hmm. Love that. Do you feel like you have a hard time finding time for yourself and to get things that you need to get done, done? How do you deal with that? If you're kind of usually in bed with him sleeping? So we're pretty much never apart, um, ever. Mm -hmm. And which I, I, I love that, you know, I love, sorry, he's screaming, but (laughs) Um, I love that we have this like connection and we're always together, but there are times where, you know, I'm like, I just want to be alone Mm -hmm. (laughs) for a minute. Um, So that is something that we, we struggle with some here and there, but my husband works from home. He's watching the baby right now. So, you know, he, he can take him for a little while and I can take breaks or, um, you know, take a shower or do whatever. But that is something that is more challenging, I think, because, um, I do try to rest when he rests Mm -hmm. so that we both kind of are more rested. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard. You, it seems like you really do. Like some people can choose to prioritize rest and sleep. And some moms might be able to sacrifice a little bit of sleep to stay up late and watch their favorite show or do the dishes or pack, you know, food for tomorrow. Um, but it seems like you really do, like, you don't have a choice. You have to prioritize rest, um, because of your, because of narcolepsy. For sure. Yeah. And because, you know, I, I, there are times where I can go, but then that risk of falling asleep at a not great time is more is you know, higher. So it's better to stay rested so that I can stay more alert and it's just safer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so curious. And I think you've already talked a little bit about this, but are there any other ways that you cope with just feeling constantly sleepy? Because of course, you know, your, your situation is, is rather extreme, right? Most of us are not experiencing that like 24 hours a day, but I feel like you do experience it so much and you've not only experienced it with, as a mother, with a child, but even without. And so I thought maybe you have some insight and some tools and strategies that you can offer parents who are struggling with sleep deprivation and are feeling really sleepy during the day. Um, so Unfortunately, I can't do caffeine right now. <laughs> that mm-hmm. was a big, you know, I mean, I kind of was like, you know, when you like your insides are going really fast, but your brain's still kind of foggy, but it would help. Um, but Archer, my beautiful son does not respond well to caffeine in my breast milk. So that is not have that is not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, little naps, even if it's like a 10 minute nap, just something to kind of like boost you really helps. Um, honestly changing your, your mindset. You know, I used to be very, like, I would kind of get sad, be like, Oh, I just wish that my baby would sleep through the night. And then I wish, Oh, why does he do this? Or why can't I do this? And, but more being like, um, you know, like asking for strength, like, okay, like I'm strong enough to do this. Like I, I'm going to get through this. And, you know, I would pray a lot asking, you know, instead of praying for my baby sleep through the night, I would pray, for strength and energy through the next day. And just changing that mindset really helped me 
to just stay more positive about the situation because obviously I can't change what's happening. It's going to be there forever. Mm -hmm. So I might as well just make the best of it, you know? Yeah. I love that. I talk so much about mindset and perspective shifts and, you know, no, it's not a fix all. It's not going to fix every single thing. It's not going to make everything okay. Um, but it's also like this way of parenting and this way of handling sleep isn't about being a martyr. It's not, it's just about accepting the reality that's in front of you and knowing your values as a parent and how you want to treat your child and just dealing with it. And sometimes you need help. And sometimes you do need to, you know, call in reinforcements and maybe get hired help depending on your situation. Um, but I think mindset can be such a powerful coping tool that is really undervalued and underused for sure. Absolutely. Well, Aubrey, thank you so much for being here with us and sharing about your journey. I think it will probably help a lot of parents and who knows, maybe there's another parent out there with narcolepsy who can relate to you and who you've helped. So thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please subscribe and leave a review if you feel called to. It really helps our message reach more parents. You can also follow me on Instagram at Taylor Kulik for similar content or visit my website at www.taylorkulik.com. I offer online courses where we really dive into infant and toddler sleep holistically. And we also offer one-to-one holistic sleep support services if you're looking to improve your child's sleep or shift patterns without sleep training. If you know a parent who would benefit from this podcast, please share. And if you'd like to financially support this podcast to allow me to create more episodes more often, you can visit anchor.fm slash Taylor I hope you'll join me next time.